This is a Decency Minute. I'm Bill Johnson. Throughout our nation, we see concerted efforts to fundamentally transform America into a socialist regime. The biggest prize of all, our children. Capture the minds of an entire generation and the revolution will be a seamless transformation. And the means of doing so are through the public schools. While many teachers just want to teach the three R's, their hands are tied by administrators and government dictates which have turned public schools into indoctrination centers for leftist ideology. Powerful gay and transgender groups pressure schools to implement LGBT programs. Planned Parenthood is the largest provider of sex ed curriculum in public schools, and critical race theory is now mainstreamed all the way down to elementary classrooms, teaching children that white people are inherently racist. This is a Decency Minute. I'm Bill Johnson. Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to the radio program, Today's Issues. If you'd like to send us an email, go to comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Tim with Ed and Steve Jordahl joins us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? I'm well. Well, thank you. What happened? What's happening in in the world? It's your turn. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> you want to start with the woke? woke? We start whatever you want to start with, Steve. <laughs> How about the woke Olympics? The Olympics uh, for wokeness, uh, because there's some news that's going on in Tokyo with regard to the things that we've been talking about. You know, about athletes protesting and everything. All right. So we already said uh, yesterday. I think we talked about. Um, the U.S. women's uh, basketball we, we team. Have not, we have not talked any Olympics all right. today, so all right. Well, it's so, all you. so here's the good news: if if you're a gymnastics fan and wanted to see the goat, uh, Simone Biles will be competing in the balance beam individual apparatus. The, the only other, the last chance for, for her. To, for you better tell people what exactly. a goat is before before they accuse goat you. Goat stands for, for the some greatest. Sort of, uh, <laughs> you know bad statement the greatest of all time yes is what that means and the balance beam is a four inch beam of wood that uh they do cartwheels and cartwheels cart flips and, <laughs> and twists and spins and everything on it's very impressive actually all right you remember the um the weightlifter the transgender weightlifter uh his name is laurel hubbard he was on competing on the new zealand team he failed to lift <laughs> any weights he failed three times at the opening weight and is gone from the olympics Bless his heart. Gwen Berry, the women's hammer thrower that uh, turned her back to the uh, uh, flag during the national anthem at the trials, she did not make the finals. She will not be on the podium. The American. Yes. Um, Good. There was one protest... By I'm, I'm waiting to so go keep going though, <laughs> because I, I'm I'm waiting to make my comments when you're when you're okay. finished. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's so polite of you. Yes, <laughs> I'm all um, about that. The uh, there was one protest. The uh, Ravens. I think it's a shot put. One of the weight women's weight. Yes, track field events. Shot put. Uh, Raven Saunders. She got on the medal stand and she. Put uh, her arms crossed above her head in a sign of an X, uh, standing for all the oppressed people in the world, 
And um, there's a debate going on now within the International Olympic Committee, what should happen to her. The U.S. gave her a pass, but the uh, International Olympic Committee is, is checking with World Track, I think it's called, uh, which is the governing body of uh, track and field there. Um, U.S. women's basketball team lost. A soccer team, I'm sorry, U.S. women's soccer team lost, and they are going to be playing for the bronze medal at best. Uh, women's basketball, they're 3-0, and and they are in pool play. Men's basketball, they are 2-1, and and they are in the quarterfinals. And Greece beat U.S. in water polo 14-5. Both the uh, U.S. women's and men's water polo teams, because I know you're interested that in this, water are in the quarter, That water polo, i got to tell you, is the, is the most exhausting sport to watch because – Watching those people swim up and down the that just sounded funny. Who? How's it's that? It's the most exhausting sport to watch. <laughs> it, it is. I'm just out of gas after about three minutes of swim. Watching those people swim up and yep. down the and they swim up and down the the pool, playing defense or offense. Yeah, like they're it's like um, soccer in a pool. Except yeah, and you're in water above your head. Someone yeah. said that. Uh, a football game is 30,000 people desperately in need of exercise watching uh, 20 people desperately in need of rest. Um, <laughs> but maybe not for water polo. Maybe it's desperately in need of uh, rest, too. You, know, you know what? Uh, there, there are uh, examples of this woke, uh, anti-American demonstrations mm-hmm. by American athletes. And other athletes, too, by the way. <clears throat> However, in the grand scheme of things, and I've watched a pretty good bit of the Olympics the last week or so uh, at night, in the grand scheme of things, there, there aren't that many. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? Of the woke athletes. The vast majority of American athletes are, be- are being very respectful yeah. of our country and our flag and they're standing for the national anthem. Those who are on the podiums, I'm talking about who are a medalist, gold, silver, or bronze. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I so said you got you got three or four uh, people that are that are disrespecting our country who are Americans, but it's it's not it's not the large majority of athletes. Is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. and that that is true. We need to remember that. So I'm here. I'm going to say my thing on the Olympics and the wokeness that they're uh, they're in, and this is going to be all I'm going to say about it, gentlemen. Because I'm be just... Be careful when you say that's going to be all I'm going to say about it because that leads to three more, four more comments. Yeah. So go I, ahead. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. But here, here's the way I look at it, okay? If I owned a business and I have hired people to work in that business, uh, while you are on the job, you represent me, and I expect you to follow the rules and treat me, and my family, and my company with respect. When you're on your own... Uh, I will take that into consideration about how it reflects back on me. But generally speaking, you're on your own time. You do what you want. Okay. And that's the way I view men and women who are uh, representing our country in the Olympics. When you represent our country in the Olympics and your uh, nut has been covered by the American taxpayer, then you represent everybody. And you need to respect the country. You need to respect the people, all the people 
who have sent you there to represent us. Now, what you do on your own time is up to you. You have the freedom of expression. But I'm just saying when the women's soccer team took a knee, I stopped rooting for them. Mm -hmm. I want them to lose. I agree with that. I'm just saying. I hope they – I hope they're embarrassed, and everyone says, oh, that's terrible, Ed. You shouldn't, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? If they get freedom of expression, then so do I. Well, sure. And if you're going to disrespect me and other people who believe in the flag and those who have sacrificed for it, then I'm no longer rooting for you because you do not represent me. And you've made that clear by saying my opinion and my wokeness <clears throat> trumps what I'm doing here at the Olympics, which is representing everyone. So I'm glad the guy lost who said he was transgender. I would have preferred that you mean he the won white the gold lifter? medal. The weightlifter. New lifter. Zealand. I thought he uh, he should have. I, I was hoping he would win the gold medal so people could understand this for what it is. And I'm glad for the shot putter. Oh, was it the hammer thrower? Hammer thrower that did not make it. Did, did not uh, make it. Yeah. Good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I'm sorry, but I hope the shot putter uh, I don't think it'll happen. Now, I, but I, I will say this for the shot strip. for the shot putter. Is that what you call them? Yeah, yeah. The female shot putter from America who won the silver. She is. Um, she said she was. She lifted her hands above her head on the podium, in a, in the form of an X. Now, you're not supposed to do that according to the Olympic committee. And she was told she shouldn't. Raven it, Saunders is her name. She did it anyway. That is, make some sort of political statement uh, while you're supposed to be standing there for the medal ceremony. Uh, but she said she she didn't say, at least I didn't get it, that she said I'm, this is, she said this is protest. Let's see. It's the, it's the intersection that is the cross she's doing with her arms of where all people who are oppressed meet, end of quote. That wasn't that wasn't explicitly anti-American? Well, her earlier statements were. Yeah. Right? Oh, were they? Okay. Yeah. She also said, though, that uh, when the IOC, she said she dared them to come after her and said that uh, she's going to run across the border, even though she can't swim. <laughs> so. Yeah, she said she's going to run across the border with her medal, even though she's she in Japan. <laughs> Even though she can't swim. No, she didn't score well in geography class. No, probably not. Had a D there, but she could sure throw the shot put. So uh-huh. I, that that's just the way I, I feel about the Olympics. I you agree. represent the country. This is not about you. And I, I'm sorry, but the narcissism of some people who will take something that's about the country and make it about them and I, how they feel or what they believe about individual specific. Uh, I have heard a couple athletes say that, uh, who protest here in the United States, say that they're not going to take that over. When they're representing their country overseas, they'll represent America. The women's basketball team said I, that. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's who Members of the women's yeah. basketball team. And I, and I tip of the hat to them. Yeah. And if yeah. they, they want to fight for, you know, fight for justice and all those kind of things on their own time, awesome. That's what this country's about. Well, they're currently 3-0 and in pool play. Yeah. Pool play. Pool play. And I'm rooting for them. That's water polo. Pool play. Pool play. (laughs) Double meaning. See what Steve did there with the words? I saw it. I saw it. Next story, Steve. All right. The American Medical Association, none other than the most influential medical group in this country, the Board of Trustees just passed a resolution that will have the AMA lobbying to end the designation of sex in all future birth certificates. 
So now there's two certificates when you're born. One is a certificate of live birth. That's what they use just simply for uh, data collection, vital statistics. That'll still have male or female. But the birth certificate, birth certificate you give to the parents to prove that a baby was born on a certain day or whatever, that will no, they will lobby to say that that should no longer contain the gender of the, of the baby at birth. Now, that is still a state decision, though, in the end result, isn't it? Is uh, it I believe state? it is, but, and, but the American Medical Association has great sway, so yeah. This, we talked about this story in our story meeting this morning, and it just, on a Monday morning, I'm just telling you, it just makes me sick to my stomach. The, 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 that wokeness is leading to this kind of insanity for the American Medical Association. If I were a member, I'd drop my membership today. I, you don't have to be a member of that organization no, to, be you don't. A, to be a doctor or a nurse. Huh? I, it, it all, is all, just these, all these professional organizations have been taken over by the far left. Have you yes. noticed this? Almost yeah. all of them have been. Um, so, yeah. anyway... <laughs> Hey, it's also it's also so laugh so ridiculous it's just laugh laughable. The American Medical Association yeah. is trying to say that we don't know the difference between a male and a female. Huh? Who who's to say? I mean, isn't that what that, they're doing that, here? That is exactly. exactly what they're saying and why they're saying it. Yeah. I think that you gotta think that the left or the woke crowd or whatever is overstepping their bounds and that the American or any public is not going to, to fall for this. This is on the heels of the uh, medical professor who's apologized, two medical school professors, one who apologized for uh, saying that there's a woman who gave birth, that, and he said, oh, it's obviously men can give birth too, he said, and the other uh, medical uh, teacher who said that there are two sexes and got just, just totally pilloried for it, <clears throat> Uh, on social media and elsewhere. Well, just- I, I, you, you would think, Steve, that they are going to overplay their hand. And I keep thinking, at some point, does this car not hit a wall? Right. You know, where everyone just kind of wakes up from from this daze that they're in and they go, what were we thinking? But I don't know. Hey, I, I don't know what could be the 2022 ends. election. What's next? Can you, can you pick your race? Some have tried. Remember Rachel Dolezal? Yeah. But but why shouldn't you be able to pick your race or your age on your? If you can pick your sex, why can't you pick right. your race? Right. It doesn't. Wh- Elizabeth Warren tried too. <laughs> but I mean, what I'm saying is, if you yeah. if you're a person that says yes, you can pick your sex, mm-hmm. right, to identify as, how would that person respond to me if I said if I said, well, I'm I'm choosing to be. Latino. Well, there is, there is no logical, there's no logical difference. In fact, I would say that your sex is even more clear than your race or ethnicity because a lot of us have a variety of, you know, probably races and ethnicities in our background. The further you go, you may be one, 1%, you know, Inuit or what we used to call, I guess, Eskimo or, you know, and 2% this. I'm Sub-Saharan. Yeah, you've got like I'm one percent sub-Saharan. Yeah, so th- to me, sex my people is even are clearer than by that. The way. <laughs> so you should be able to pick. Yeah, pick from. Right. Identify right, as follow sub-Saharan. me here, and the point being, we're 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 showing how ridiculous this 
idea of uh, being able to identify as one sex or another is why can't I um, pick my age? Why can't I identify as a certain age? Yeah. What is what, how how would somebody who's for you being able to pick your own sex, even though you're a male, you can call yourself a female, and if anybody disagrees, they're a bigot. And I say, well, can I pick my age? Along the lines, using the logic that they use, what would they say? Well, I, because and, and here's here's where the kind of the rubber meets the road here. What if I say I'm 70 years? I identify as 70 years old, and I want to start collecting. Give me my benefits. Get my benefits, or I identify as a high school sophomore because I want to start all over again, and so I'm 16 years old. So I can go up up the ladder or down the ladder. To your point, what's the argument against that? Yeah, that, uh, the the people who are for transgendered uh, folks being able to identify however they want to, and you're supposed to accept that. Right. The rest of us are supposed to call a man a woman and a woman a man if that's what they want to be called. Uh, the, I, I I would just like for, to hear their logical response to what we've just laid out you know what you know what happens we've seen this we 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 probably all watched the videos campus reform or other groups that go on college campuses i watched one last year or was the year before last because of the pandemic uh where they went on college campus asked that same question in fact said i want to identify as a six foot five chinese woman can i do it as a man young man and i watched young white guy uh, yes right reporting and and then he's saying i want Talking to the college students, yes, who said that a male ought to be that uh, transgender folks ought to be able to call themselves what they want, and he said so. He tried to carry this, this, yes. uh, this discussion out like we just. And did. you know what? They didn't argue with them. They, you could see, they were smiling. They knew how absurd it was, but they said, "Well, I guess if that's how you want to identify, you should be able to." As so, a six-five uh, Chinese, Chinese woman, Chinese woman. So, at least college kids would not argue against the, the question because they know the male-female thing is ludicrous and that whatever arguments they used against him being a six-foot-five Chinese woman would come back to bite him when it was talking about gender identity, and they refused to do it. I've heard so Ben that's Shapiro use the same thing on college campuses oh, yeah. when interacting with students yeah. in one of the speeches. Next story, Steve. Speaking of uh, transgender... Um, the be careful folks what you let your kids watch on tv there is a program called muppet babies it is designed and targeting kids age three to eight this is what they say it's on disney and one of their characters is now transgender oh muppet babies yes this if you remember your muppets gonzo wanted to wear a dress to a ball listen to cut 11. Anyway, I'm going to make sure you have the perfect dress to wear to the ball. But the girl said I'm not supposed to wear a dress. I don't want everyone to be upset with me. Well, if it makes you feel better, I can make your outfit so amazing, they won't even know it's you. You mean it? All right, then. Let's do it. You got it. Bippity-buffity-boo-ba. What's the name of that? Muppet Babies. Is that popular? Uh, maybe with I've never heard of it. I don't maybe watch. Oh, three I've heard to of it. Oh, yeah. So you've heard of it? Yeah, yeah we okay. remember the Muppets. Muppet yeah, sure. babies are the little kid version before they grow up to be yeah. the Muppets. You really do have to be very careful today uh, about even 
things that sound innocent. Right. Or that have a reputation that precedes them as good for children or, or acceptable for children. Now they're, they are injecting these, like, there's an example. Mm-hmm. And you said that's owned by Disney? It is. Right. Well, Disney's all in. Yeah. They have been for a while. So, yeah. Um, when did you discover, Ed, that you were white? When did we I just discover? went over that? Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's I, I, don't, I don't. I'm not sure how I'm identifying, Steve. I'm frankly, I'm, I'm uh, insulted that you would try to force me to choose. I, well, I, well, I'm not sure I understand the question. Robin DiAngelo, who is the author of White uh, White Fragility, it's a book about right. you know white privilege. Pretty famous. Says that uh, she discovered it in her 30s. I want you to listen to cut 10. I honestly believe I was about. Um, 34 years old. I was college educated. I was a parent. Um, and someone handed me Peggy McIntosh's article. Yep. And I read through that list and I had an out of body experience. I could tell you where it was sitting. I, I, I'm not ever going to forget that moment where all of a sudden I was like, I'm white. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, and I felt so loudly white that I remember being hesitant to go outside. I didn't want to go outside because everybody could see. Yeah, see that she's white. Who is this? This is the author of White Fragility. Her name is Robin D'Angelo. She's very, her book is What does is fragility very mean? Fragile, uh, you're breakable. Uh, the white people have thin skin that white people can, you know, can't take, you know, the fact that they're not on top it's, of the social it's a, order. It's, a, it's an Italian word. Like if you get a package that says fragile on it. <laughs> What is wrong with this woman? She's saying she's woke. Oh, she is woke to the max. Her book is uh, is uh, very influential. Yeah, Uh, the Peggy McIntosh. But now, does that apply if you live in Africa? Does her analysis apply? That's what I always want to ask these people. They say, "Do you believe?" Ninety nine percent of the people over there are black. So you're gonna go ahead. Well, if if they say, "Do you believe you have white privilege?" I would say. Well, if you will admit that there's black privilege in Uganda, Mexican privilege in Mexico, and <laughs> Russian privilege in Russia, then yes. Okay, but all we're talking about is majority privilege. Any majority right. in a country is, if you see commercials on television in Uganda advertising products from that country, all the people are going to be black because right. they're pitching right. their product to the majority. Right. So saying we should be ashamed of that because the majority in this country is white is ludicrous. But they won't say there's black privilege in Uganda. So my follow-up question is, so if I have white privilege, you're saying I could move to Uganda and start taking over things yeah. That's what because she says. I'm white. Isn't that what she's claiming? She's a, she's a nut. Right. <laughs> so, so, but, but, and she's got, she's, so she's, a, she's ashamed of herself. Uh, totally. Well, totally. I'm, you know what? That's also, one thing we can agree with. I'm ashamed yeah, of her too. But she ought to start self-identifying as another race, and that there way get go. rid of the guilt. There you go. Good point. That's right. That's right. All right, to end things. Why uh, do I have to come up with a, I know. With a plan to save her? Why can't she think of this on her own? Good huh? news from the Wycliffe people. Uh, the King James Version of the Bible has finally been translated into biblical Greek and Hebrew. What? <laughs> from the Babylon Bee. Oh, <laughs> Babylon Bee. <laughs> the King James Version. All right. Finally, get first it. into All biblical right. Greek and, and Hebrew. <laughs> That's Ladies good. You got gentlemen, me. We invite <laughs> you to, we invite you to join us back here tomorrow for another edition 
uh, today's issues where we will identify as Tuesday. That's true. <laughs> hey, and all good news tomorrow. Tomorrow right. is good news Tuesday. We'll bring the happy news tomorrow. <laughs> See you then. <laughs>